Yeah, direct misfire, aiming up hits. Bend some spoon and sell liquor in the mix. Follow along, stay up to date. Comment, like, subscribe today. Hello champs and welcome once again to another Direct Misfire Missive. Joining me today, as always, is Spoon and Selick as we talk about the Clash of Kings 2018 edition. So pull off a seat, grab a drink, and let's get into it. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. And how about yourself with another uh, painting prize there, Benson? Ooh, thank you very much. Yes, doing very well. After the tournament for Malifaux, for those who aren't on the Facebook or the Twitters, uh, attended a Malfoy tournament just this weekend past and picked up a best new crew. So painted a bunch of figures over the last month and played with them and won a prize. You must have the biggest pool room full of these trophies. Just chucking it in there. Well, I've got this <laughs> weird corner cabinet thing where, where I keep all my paints and whatnot and I'm running out of space. Maybe I should throw out some of the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you get like just a piece of paper with... Congratulations, you attended. I've got some of those things. Encouragement <laughs> awards. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I get, encouragement awards. <laughs> what about you, Spoon? How are you feeling? Not too bad. Pretty excited to get into this book. So we've all had an in-depth read. We've read it to front to back and memorised every word. What do you think about the story? Kid Tumbleweed. <laughs> uh, it was good. Uh, it's only three pages, so it's quite an easy read. Uh, most importantly, the map. I, I'm a big fan of maps. So, I enjoyed so what has changed? Like, I can't... I mean, it's got some more colour, but places still look like where they should be. Yes. Is it the Twilight Glades have a, has a purple bit on it now? And I think I like that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Riveting. All right, so let's get <laughs> into the book itself. So we're not going to go through the lore or the story. You can read that for yourself. It's actually not that bad. And we'll get into the things that everyone cares about. The changes for the rules, units, and whatnot. Just passing, there is a little section on running a tournament, whereas was it the previous year that we had a campaign and more tournament, like more in-depth tournament details? This is quite a bit shorter, but it's there. Anyway, the meat of the meal. Let's get into the changes since last year. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to kick off here with uh, one of the major changes here, and that's in the Thunderous Charges. So think of every single uh, mounted unit there. Now, all of a sudden, if they are disordered, they're only going to reduce a maximum of one to their Thunderous Charge. So if you've got Thunderous 3, you'll only go down to Thunderous 2 if you're disordered. So I don't think it means that you have to take Pathfinder on all your horses. Hmm. Mm, it still makes it easier to move through said mm -hmm. yep, definitely. things, but it just makes Brotherhood even more overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this rule also changes my opinion a little bit on chariots. Are you going to use them? Uh, not at this stage, because I don't have a force that can actually <laughs> use them. Right. Uh, Empire of Dust, but I don't know if I'll use them for that. But the ability, or the not having to take Pathfinder on them is appealing. Hordes, for me, are still out of the question. Footprint is the problem. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's just way too deep. Yeah, regiments probably can be used in my oh, in my opinion now anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people were using them well before. We'll discuss some of the other changes that are happening to chariots in a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. So what else has changed? Breath, weapon, and spells. Mm -hmm. They can now be affected by stealthy. Yep. It still only goes up to five, so if they're in cover and they're stealthy, it's still only five. It doesn't go up to six, doesn't sack like that. But stealthy is now in the fold. Uh, headstrong. Big one. So that's changed from a four plus to a 3+, plus, making it a bit more reliable. Hmm. Almost makes them feel this, but not quite. 
Um, and there is, is it a new unit type, the heavy flyer? Yeah, a new special rule, heavy flyer. And what does that give us? Well, it's just like normal flyer apart from you're not nimble. It's got a go. big body of text, but that's that's it. Mm, heavy flies don't get nimble. Um, dread is another rule that we've got. So when you're within six inches of a unit with dread, it's neg one to their waiver and route values. So it's kind of like anti-rallying, mm. which I think is pretty, pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that's all the changes for that. Is that right? Yep. All the new special rules there all covered. Okay. We'll go through, we'll quickly go through unit changes. There's a bunch of unit changes. Um, some are carried over from last year. Uh, they're just kind of compiled in here for convenience sake. But we'll go through the what we think are the talking points. So all chariots have a nerve boost and the characters on chariots get nimble. Is that right? That's it. A few of units have increased attacks, making them not rubbish. And I think the biggest one here, for me, I think, are the dwarf bulwalkers. They have the big shield special rule now. Could be hard to move those guys, that's for sure. Yeah, big sh- uh, defense six and phalanx. It's pretty tough, and yeah, the points haven't nice. changed, so it makes it even better. And the the behemoth now has breath attack fifteen instead of ten. It gets strider and it's piercing one. So I think we have a new OP army. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it's already performed, hasn't it, under this new book? Yes, yes, it has. I mean, they were solid to begin with. I mean, bloody organ guns. <laughs> the Molochs from the Abyss, they have Regen 5, which is probably much needed. Oh, yeah. Makes them a hell of a lot more pickable. <laughs> pickable, yep. is that even a word? Pickable. 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 Usable. Choosable. Pickable, playable, whatever we playable. want to call it. Makes them more desirable. That would probably be a better word, yeah. <laughs> they just got shot off, I found. They didn't get anywhere. Defence for... Um, had a reasonable nerve, but the defense four was what. I mean, if you, sucked. they'll still go if you focus them, but uh, if you don't, at least they might have a chance of getting one, maybe two of those damage points back. <laughs> the abyssal dwarf slave orcs have been nerfed. They are now melee five, where they used to be four. Although they do get vicious, I think the melee five is probably a big hit. Seems to be the word around the traps as well. That that's the same feeling that everyone's got. And another kick to the gonads is for the Varangar. Herja the Fallen has fallen and replaced with Magnild. Magnildi? I'm not sure. I have to look that one up. <laughs> she has similar stats, kind of, sort of, but can only fly once per game. Points drops a fair bit, but the uh, maneuverability is a big change there. Yeah, the sustained mm. maneuverability, yeah, definitely. So all those people who have a nice looking Herja, too bad shafted uh is there anything else that we've got to talk well any sort of exciting yeah, unit changes I'd, as a former ogre player i do like the boomer sergeant he's doubled his breath attacks and so now up to breath eight so i think so that's from, pretty handy he used to be pointless to he's actually got a place now he's like a like a weapon team now yeah um there is i think we've sort of touched on it uh around all the attack increases i think that's going to make a lot more variety out in the the field of play, which is pretty handy. Mm. Okay, how about we get into the units? So a lot of the armies get new units, usually two, maybe three. We'll just go through a couple of our favourites. We'll start off with, (laughs) we were just talking about the dwarves before. They get a living legend steel behemoth. Golox Fury, legendary steel behemoth, in parentheses, one. Uh, So this is like a steel behemoth, doi. 340 points though, speed 4, melee 5, ranged 4, defense 6 as the others. The attacks, d6 plus 25, 
Fearless 20. Crushing 3, he has Golok's Gun, which is just an organ gun, basically. Rage 18 with 15 attacks. Piercing 2. Strider, and is also very inspiring. So he's got all the rules, and I think it'll be hard to shift. He's mm. a beast. And it's Love not it. like you can just ignore him. It's speed 4, sure, but like one turn, and now I can start shooting you with his 15 attacks, piercing 2. Range 4. <laughs> so it's not even range 5, it's range 4. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. And Iron Resolve, that's, yeah, he's... He's very good. Very, very good. What else do we like? I have a bit of a favourite with the mutated Mastiff hunting pack for the Abyssal Dwarf. Uh, I think this is a unit that they kind of sort of need. It's a speed 6 large infantry unit. Only regiments. Melee 4, defence 2, 9 attacks, 10, 12, nerve for 65 points. And they only get crushing strength 1 versus cavalry. But the cool thing, these are height 1. So this is a 65 point large infantry unit that's height 1 and can sit in the corner and score objectives or corners or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you don't need hordes of things. Definitely tournament play. Yeah, I don't mind uh, the critters for a similar sort of scenario. So that's a regiment. Comes in there at speed 6, melee 5, uh, dash range, defense only 2, 15 attacks, nerve 11, 13 for 80 points. You can also come in a horde. So that's exactly the same stats, but obviously 30 attacks. Uh, and 1315 nerve for 125 but the important bit there for 15 extra points you can get fly and speed 7 it's 140 points for a speed 7 flying unit with 30 attacks yep and you can give it an ensnare as well for another 15 points however i'm not sure about uh spider webbed flying units that doesn't sound very realistic <laughs> can have spider webs for 15 points well they are woodland critters yeah well but why they would be carrying spider webs with them i don't know i don't know man and enough <laughs> to ensnare people <laughs> mm, doesn't make much sense yeah. but i like the numbers i think that's they, they can be really cool what else have we got uh you pointed out before the recording the goblins uh, great lobber grogger's great lobber mm, i do like this one so it's basically just a giant big rock lobber but uh speed five range five uh defense four one attack eight eleven nerve for a hundred points now that's 20 points more than their normal lobber but this one here comes with blast d6 plus three so that's an extra plus one comes with elite which it normally doesn't have indirect fire and piercing three with reload i love this it's uh that elite just makes it that little bit better for 20 points it's mm. a nasty uh rock lobber Mm. When it hits, it's going to hit. I, I just wish that the Goblin Mega Blaster, which is just like the Ogre Boom Wagon, was, it was in the Ogres. Mm. So I could take lots of them. Which I, it's, it's still pretty good, but you can only get one for the Goblin. So the Goblin Mega Blaster is a Living Legend, 75 points, just like a standard Boom Wagon Bart. This thing has big shield, so it's Defense 6 on the front, which I think will make it um, easier to get into combat or just not blow up in your ranks and the blast range goes from d6 standard to d6 plus two which i think is pretty cool yeah it's a lot more reliable still a throwaway unit at 75 points however you just pointed at something that's going to be hard to take off straight away Mm. what do you think was the most disappointing new unit wait just reading with that goblin mega blast i think this is pretty funny he's got yelly bellied if he fails it he explodes (laughs) (laughs) so don't charge just move it and blow up uh most disappointing i didn't think much of the abyssal dwarf taskmaster that's a slave driver on a chariot it's 11 13 nerve defense 4 on a chariot so height 3 only inspired slave orcs i just think he's he'll just get picked out this one round of shooting from something small and then he's gone Mm. 
I'm not sold on the elves. They get like this uh, Silver Breeze Cav legendary unit, and it gives you Wind Blast 8 as a spell. And for all of your hits, you then have to. It acts like a Wind Blast, obviously, but then you get to roll to damage. Just not sold on it for 170 points. It's Seems speed pretty 10. expensive. Yeah. Speed 10, melee 5, no range attack on it at all. Defense 4, 7 attacks. And 11.13 for 170. It just seems a little too fragile. 170. Uh, yeah, just looking at that nerve defense for 11.13. I do like the idea of this speed 10 unit just pushing dudes about. Elite and nimble. It's going to push them well. Hitting on fours. Reroll ones. But yeah, I reckon yeah. disappear. Yeah. Any other shitty units you want to cover? They're not all that bad, actually. Like Across the board, they're, some of them are playable. They do create a bit more theme, I guess. Um, so the orcs get a like a hellbard unit, I guess. They get flanks, mm. um, so they're called long axe. So speed five, melee four, defense five, ten attacks, uh, nine eleven nerve for a hundred points, and then that obviously scales down into the regiments and hordes for one hundred and forty-five and two hundred and forty points for fifteen and thirty attacks respectively. So I think they could be played. Mm. Introduced into two thousand eighteen is. A couple of mercenaries. So the figures that you've seen kicking about, like uh, Ronaldo the Bard um, and Blaine, because he's always cropping up, they can now be hired into any army. They're all uh, living legends, so they can only take one. Yeah, so Blaine can go in any army, but Ronaldo can only go in good, and Funny Bone uh, can only go in evil armies. Mm. Bum, bum, so what do we think of these? So Blaine is speed 5, melee 3, range 5, defense 5, 7 attacks, 14, 16, for 180 points. He gains Brutal Crushing Strength 2, Firebolt, Individual, Inspiring, Blaine only, and Piercing 1. <laughs> um, you can put him on a Kaizenor Raptor Mount, which kicks his speed up to 8, gains Thunderous Charge, and changes from Hero Infantry to Hero Cab, as you'd expect. That's 20 points, so 200 points you can make him faster. Yeah. He's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. Just a choppy hero. Mm. 7 attacks is pretty good. Crushing 2, Thunderous 1 on a horse or raptor, and he can shoot as well. Yeah, he's pretty versatile. I think he's... Out of the three, and we'll cover the other two in just a moment, but I think he's the only one that's playable, really. So the next guy is Ronaldo the Bard. Mm -hmm. He's uh, speed five, melee five, no range, two defense, uh, one attack, eight, eleven, nerve, 50 points. He's got blast D3 if you do manage to hit with crushing <laughs> strength four, individual and rallying one with yellow belly. So pretty much you're spending 50 points for rallying one. Hmm. And it's hmm. it's taken up a, a slot. I don't know. He's pretty beefy. Blast D3 crushing strength four. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what do you think about Funny Bone Spoon? I actually quite like Funny Bone and I'm yeah, going to so. consider taking him because he's just an ant. Like, Essentially a negative bears B, if that makes sense. Yeah, just a debuff. Yeah. So he, the stats are pretty light. I mean, speed 5, melee 6, no range, defense 3, 1 attack, fearless 13 for 50 points. But he has individual and dread, dread. that you rule where it's neg 1 to yeah. the waiver and route, which can be quite good. It's like brutal in a bubble, essentially. Yeah, I'm going to take him in my abyssal army, I reckon. He's only 50 points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's all right. Shame you can't put him on a horse. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Any thoughts why they stopped using uh, the plus sign on these stats on this page? I think it's just to be consistent with the grammatical errors and spelling mistakes. Maybe <laughs> they're trying is, something different. It is a big book this time. Mm. Many pages. It is a bit jarring. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving on. Let's get into the formations because we've gone through a couple of the units. Some of the formations that 
stand out. Now, a lot of armies got formation, not everyone, and some are better than others. So I thought the Basileian Holy Lancers was a decent one. So for a total cost of 640, you get two Paladin Knight Regiments, which are pretty good. Uh, you also get uh, Naeus Celestis, and what happens is the formation gives those three units elite. Knights with elite, character with elite. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, and just on top of this, you can actually then give all the units and the characters buffs. Mm. as well like the usual items so that's pretty Apart handy Naeus because he's a living legend yeah he can't uh, I also think the Brotherhood Undaunted Crusaders so for 550 you get two order of the Brotherhood regiments one exemplar of the Brotherhood mounted some of these formations specify that the character cannot take a mount but this guy can and they all get Pathfinder and the exemplar also has Bane Chant too so that's a 50 point bump from just standard units so Two Pathfinders and Bane Chant for 50 points, I think, is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. What else have we got? <laughs> we all love the uh, Dwarven Golox Thunder formation. <laughs> for a measly, a paltry 870 points, you get two Steel Behemoths and the Living Legend Behemoth, Golox Fury. Uh, what does the formation do? It gives you an extra speed, so it makes them... Speed 5? So it's from speed 4 to speed 5, and they still have ranged attacks and defense 6 and fearless and all that other rubbish. They'll be selling some of those kits, I'd say. Or just kit bash. Oh, yeah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one that I don't mind under Kingdoms of Men is the Wolfcoat uh, formation. For 590 points, you get a Berserker Horde and two regiments. And Hero. Yep, a Hero. Hero, Hero. Uh, and Hero, <laughs> Hero. And he, all of the formation then gets uh, bumped up to speed six. And the Hero, Hero is granted fearless and inspiring to those berserkers. So for those people that actually use berserkers in their army anyway, um, you may even be having this sort of formation. So this could be a 30-point bit of speed boost across the board. So I like that They've one. They've taken away Hero's riding license, though. Not allowed to give him a mount. <laughs> no mount. So poor Hero, because he, he had enough options. But then you got the 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 fantastically named cannon battery formation what's in it well let me tell you it's got three cannons <laughs> what and hero and <laughs> what happens is hero becomes inspiring to those cannons and they get mm. elite and the blast goes up from d6 plus two so that's pretty good yeah except cannons aren't very good it's elite sure but now they're not indirect so hitting on sixes most of the time yeah Good job, hero. I can see what they were trying to do. I think the cannons is a hard one to buff without making it OP. Maybe just having uh, like an actual unit, maybe? The formation cost itself is okay. I mean, 10 points, but who normally takes three cannons? Nobody. Mm. Save your points. What about the ogres? What have they got? Grokagamok scouts. I like this one. I think the hunters are a decent unit. So with this formation, you get two hunters hordes and two red goblin regiments. And they all have nimble. I normally take red goblins just as uh, little objective holders because they're pretty cheap. And hunters are decent normally. Mm. But, uh, and they've got Pathfinder, if I believe. Yep. So nimble and Pathfinder, they can pack a punch. Yeah, hitting on threes, they're pretty nasty. Mm. That's for 670 points in, in total. I think that's a pretty good one. That's pretty good. Uh, we've also got the Ratkin, the Lab Rat formation and what does that give them i'll tell you once i find the page that gives them <laughs> a worry so a warrior horde and two warrior regiments plus an enforcer they all get regen five and that's for 410 total which is pretty sweet that's pretty any good. horde with regions excellent 
Mm. So cheap too. It's once again, it's so cheap, Rats. and it's things that you would use. Mm. I think across the all of these formations, the one thing that you do sort of get drawn to is when you do have a unit that you're going to use anyway, and it just so happens to be in the formations. It just uh, glows a little bit, little bit better. Mm. What about the undead spoonie? Yeah, Morgoth's rotting retinue. This is my favourite of them all. You get one ghoul horde, four ghoul troops. Uh, each unit in the formation is granted Thunder 1 uh, for 450 points. So the formation costs 40 points over the standard. Yep, unit costs. But Thunderous Charge 1 makes them decent. Pretty good. Makes them a threat. Hmm. Even your chaff, the troops, makes them a threat. You have to get rid of them, otherwise they're going to start hitting you on the flank. And the ghoul troops are one of the best chaff units in the undead. So. Yeah, not, not going to say no to Thunder 1 on them, are you? No, definitely not. Alright, so that's the units. Let's go into the items and some of the changes that have occurred since last year. The Ensorcelled Armour, Brew of Keen Ironus and Medallion of Life have been put back or changed. First, Healing Brew. That has changed from D3 to D2. Still only 5 points. Uh, the Ensorcelled Armour, where it used to give you plus 1 defense, it now only does that to a maximum of 5 plus and it has to be on a hero on foot mm-hmm. I don't mind that uh, what else the brew what's wrong with the brew of keen Inus. can only go on a regiment I think yeah can't go on hordes yeah or legions yeah which again makes it kind of well, what's the point yeah for 30 points mm. yeah very specific I think and the medallion of life what's different about that one hero with individual rule region 5 yeah it doesn't give you a, a plus right region yeah. as well so it's just a static regen 5 it gives you for 35. Mm-hmm. A couple of the new items that have come through. The Staying Stone, I think, is pretty good for 5 points. You get a plus 1 to your waiver and nerve value. That's really good. Banner of the Griffin's gone up by 5 points. Mm-hmm. The Black Iron Crown for 25 points. It gives you an extra 1 to uh, dude's spells. <laughs> gives you <laughs> my, an words, extra... <laughs> my words have gone. Use your words. Uh, so basically it gives you an extra dice to all of your spells on that character. So if you've got heal and bane chant 2, uh, you'll go to heal 3, bane chant 3. It seems so very expensive cool. for what it is. I feel like that's just the price of another spell. I, I agree, but now bring into it uh, the changes that have happened to bane chant. So now you can go to Bane Chant 3 and actually have a better odds of getting Piercing 2 on your uh, Archer Hall or something. Yeah. I think that's what they've catered for. But you could also, I mean, for 25 points, you can just give the loot of Insatiable Darkness to a different hero and have Bane Chant 2. Yeah, but that's not going to help your odds of getting two fours. Or you can get Bane Chant on two units. Maybe. Not Archer units. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. Like, I do. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Helm of the Ram is gone. Someone lost it. Yep, it's gone. Yep, been rammed. And Circlet of Blood, that looks new, doesn't it? It is. That's the only way to get Blood Boil now. Mm, 30 points. That's a damn shame. No, I think it's fine. <laughs> and with those items, we have new spells as well to accompany them. So they're divided into alignment. So for all armies, they can take the Mind Fog. Range 30, instead of causing damage, if one or more hits our score, the target must take a nerve test at the end of the shoot phase, which I think is pretty good for 10 points. That's yep. Mind Fog 1 as well, so you got a 50-50 chance causing of just causing a test. Mm. And then we've got Weakness, that's the same, isn't it? Yep. Any army can take those two spells. Uh, also, Drain Life as well for 25 points, and Alchemist Curse, which is new. 
Spoonie, you want to talk through that one? Uh, range of 12, instead of rolling dice to damage as normal, each roll under the target's defence, including rolls of a 1, causes a point of damage. This roll can't be re-rolled or modified in any way. So super good against high defence targets. Mm. So if you've got not much crushing or thunderous, just take a couple of these and you should be alright. And move into the good alignment. Have we got any newbies there? Martyr's Prayer, is that new? It would be yeah, it sure is. 12-inch range, target friendly units only, including units engaged in close combat. Instead of causing damage for each hit scored, remove one point of damage, which has been previously taken by the target, and transfer it to the caster. The caster will not take a nerve test for damage taken this way. So this is like the uh, Abyss Well of well Souls? Of souls, yeah. That's pretty good. Same mechanic. Mm. Mm. So I have a little bit of a concern here yeah. that I would like to raise. Here we go. And I'm going to go into the not overpowered dwarf army that seem to be winning a lot of tournaments at the moment. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> then grab their new unit that is almost unkillable, the Golox Fury, mm-hmm. the legendary steel behemoth. Just slap in a, a stone priest with Martyr's Prayer and Surge 8 and then put the Medallion of Life on him. So now I've got a priest that can steal the wounds off the big unkillable guy and then regen him back. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) All right, so we're taking that into the Clash of Kings next year. (laughs) But that's only for the good alignment there. Um, But for the neutral alignment, uh, we've got uh, Aura of Heroism, and that's a 12-inch range, and basically it gives you three dice. On four ups, you can uh, bump your rallying up to a maximum of plus two. So that's 15 points. Yeah. 15 points for rally. That's all right. Yeah, situational. But, uh, yeah, compared to Martyr's Prayer, yeah. yeah. What's what's the evil all about, though? The Veil of Shadows, 15 points, two dice, 12-inch range, target-friendly unit only. If one or more hits are scored, instead of causing damage, the unit gains stealthy. Mm. Excellent spell. I love it. I think it's situational because if you're not coming up against... You kind of have to know that if you're going to be up against something with ranged attacks, otherwise yeah. it's a wasted thing. It's not... Most armies have magical or ranged attacks. Most. Mm. Yeah, now that that's come into it, you know what I don't mind... Uh, obviously slow building an undead army at the moment, and the Glass Cannon Soul Reavers. Um, yep. I wouldn't mind just that first turn, first two turns when I'm setting them up, just really protect them with that veil, just go, yep. So if you want to shoot at them with Stealthy and Defense 6, sure, but you're wasting your shots, and let them shoot zombies. 75% chance of this spell working, though. It's only two dice. Yeah. Still worth it, I think. Yeah, it's only 15 points. Yeah, and that's if you don't take the Black Iron Crown. Get it. Mm. Veil of Shadows 3. Ooh. Mm. Any other sort of shenanigans you'd be playing with the Veil? No, because I'm nice. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> Stealthy, nah, nah. Yeah. I can't think of anything tricky. I'd just be blunt and put it on a horde. There you go, try shoot at that. So I think it's pretty confident here that Martyr's Prayer is definitely the kick-ass one there. Yes, it's an extra 10 points over the Aura of Heroism, but uh, it's definitely the one. It's like a seven-dice heal. Are you having trouble saying heroism? Heroism. Yeah, with (laughs) heroism. I haven't even had a beer tonight. Um, (laughs) But yeah. The Martyr's Prayer is kicking ass, I reckon. I was just thinking about it with my Abyssal Dwarfs. Everyone seems to target those grotesques with shooting. So getting the Veil of Shadows just to help them survive would be pretty good. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to put Stealthy on them. They've got to have Pathfinder or extra movement or something. Hmm. And that's it, is it? I think so. Are we excited by the new book? I think I am. So I'm actually going to go very quickly back into a formation 
one just to uh, highlight something. So the under the Varanger, they've got a Troll King's Horde, and a formation cost is free. For 675, uh, you can get your Cave Trolls in a Horde and two Regiments and a King, but it changes those formate or all of those units to be no longer irregular. And I think that's the way that formations need to start going, is really shaping the way that people uh, create armies. And I like that one specifically because uh, it unlocks a whole type of army. Mm. So um, I think that's mm. what I'm... I'm obviously never going to play Varanger, but I, I'm excited that it is changing the way that people pick armies. I like the introduction of more spells. I think it's a step in the right direction, but they still need to further go down that path and make army-specific spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least they've gone one step further this time with good and evil. Step in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. I like a lot of the art that they've got, especially the, the cover art. I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, probably my favourite one so far, actually. It must be said, there's a reason that we're uh, summarising this book. It's quite big, this one. So we, we sat down earlier and we went through exactly what we were going to cover, and it was going to be a, a 24-hour special that would be here listening to us. So <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to hear that. No, it's it's... Just, you'll just fall asleep when you're driving or whatever. That's it. <laughs> as exciting as we are, we, can, we can't make that enthralling. No, definitely not. But there's lots of minute changes that we aren't going to go through. Yep, and lots of new units that we never touched yep. as well. Mm. Some good, some bad. Let us know what you think is decent and why we're wrong, maybe. <laughs> Another question to the audience would be, how do you think the meta will change? Their meta. The new book. The US is different from the UK, is different from Australia. Yeah. And how many people are jumping on the dwarf train? Hmm. (laughs) So over in Australia, they've already been uh, performing in Clash of Kings 17. So we've made them a little bit better now and uh, we're fearing it a little bit here. Yeah, I think that's probably the worst thing coming out of this. I mean, Brotherhood buff is bad enough, but now we've just got (laughs) overpowering dwarf units and formations. Why can't the Abyssal Dwarfs get a steel behemoth? Like a platinum behemoth (laughs) exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) Which flies. Obsidian golem with wings and no shambling and a gun. (laughs) You've had enough. Uh, we'll leave it there. Nice, short, quick cast. Pick it up. I think the, the changes are now on Easy Army. They are. So donate if you haven't already because it's a pretty good resource. I use it all the time. And I guess we'll leave it there. So we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, direct misfire blowing up the game. Talking many war games is our aim. Rule books to advice, we cover it all. With the best tactics, we never fall. Bend some spoon and sell liquor in the mix. Math hammer doesn't work, it's a trick. Follow along, stay up to date. Comment, like, subscribe today. Come check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Direct Misfire. If you want to shoot us an email, directmisfire at gmail.com. We, we really do just talk crap.